Ernest, what's up? Look, in the world of personal finance management, finding the right tool is crucial. If you've been relying on Mint to keep your personal finances in check, I got a mix of news for you. Mint is closing down. But here's a silver lining. Monarch Money is stepping up as the go-to financial app and users, including myself, are making the switch with a smile. Before Monarch, juggling my finances felt like navigating a stormy sea. Other apps either lacked features or were too cumbersome. Then came Monarch Money. Its ease of use, powerful features, and sleek design turned financial management from a chore into a breeze. The constant updates, well, that's the cherry on top. But what truly set it apart for me was its collaboration feature. Money matters constrain relationships, but Monarch brings peace to the table. The app's collaboration tools allowed my partner and I to seamlessly manage our finances together. We aligned on our budgets, tracked our cash flow, and even planned our future goals all in one place. Speaking of goals, be it saving for a down payment, your dream vacation, or your children's education, Monarch simplifies it all. It's no wonder the Wall Street Journal hailed it as the best budgeting app. This isn't just an app. It's the next generation of personal finance management, ad-free, intuitive, and always evolving with you in mind. Now look, Monarch isn't just another app. It's the all-in-one solution. From effortlessly importing your data from Mint to customizing your dashboard to your heart's content, Monarch respects your privacy with a strict no-ads, no-data-selling policy. This is financial management as it should be, focused on you. Look, after trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's a top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash Mondays. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash Mondays for your extended 30-day free trial. EYL University is the biggest online platform for education, but it's much, much more. It's actually a community. Our private Facebook group has over 8,000 members and 20 infinity groups. The students teach themselves just as much as the professors do. We have weekly webinars. We have over 100 past webinars. You get access to MG The Mortgage Guy's Real Estate Blueprint. You get access to monthly financial planning calls with yours truly. You get access to our monthly group chat investment calls and much, much more. So. Go to EYLUniversity.com right now and take advantage of our limited offer, blowout sales, 65% off of the annual membership. EYLUniversity.com right now. Before we get started, man, this episode of Market Mondays is brought to you by Ally Financial. Ally is an option if you're looking to bank or invest. Ally Financial is the leading digital service ser financial service company with passionate customer service and innovative financial solutions. They are relentlessly focused on doing it right and being a trusted financial services provider to both customers and communities. Get with Ally to make the most of your money so you can save, invest, and spend on the things that matter to you. Shout out to our family at Ally. Yeah, I don't endorse much, but you guys know I love Ally. I've had an account since 2010. And also for you, uh, those of you that have businesses, look at their branding and marketing. Their marketing is absolutely fantastic. So um, go check them out. Yeah, shout out to the good folks at Ally. Um, everybody, the link, the email, the, the link to Zoom, the EY University has been 
text and email and it's also in the facebook group i see some people in youtube so if you haven't gotten that yet you will be getting that shortly um so before we get it started I'll give you a quick rundown of what we got going on for eyl university uh well eyl period this week shout out to my boy corday uh, the young legend, man, that, that kid is really, really yeah. talented and uh, a superstar and extremely impressive investor. You should check his episode out, Ian. He's very astute when it comes to the stock market. Um, made a lot of good plays last year. Yeah, he made a lot of good plays last year. And he talked about it. He talked about his investment philosophy. Uh, 23 years old. Impressive. I, I hate so, when they say wise beyond his years. He's just wise. He's just wise. He's impressive. Yeah, he can spit um, too. Extremely impressive, man. Like, I think the music, he's extremely talented, but on the business side, he's going to be out of this world. He's 23 with a whole lot of game. So we were pleasantly surprised, man. We knew that he was different in a, in a great way, um, but he exceeded all expectations, man. Yeah, he told, and his whole, the whole generation is dope. He was telling us how Rowdy Rich was telling him to invest in Bitcoin yeah, yeah, last year. Yeah. He didn't listen, but um, Rowdy, Rowdy's involved with that situation. So, Shout out to all of the all of the young talented artists out there. <laughs> yeah, they're smarter than in. us. You know, they, when they we say the young folks don't listen, these gentlemen are listening. Yeah, they, they paying attention. They definitely are tapped in. So shout out, shout out to him. That comes out tomorrow at eight o'clock Eastern Standard Time, live on YouTube and podcast outlets. So make sure you check that out live uh, on YouTube and all podcast outlets. Wednesday, we got our boy Brandon <laughs> coming back to teach Mr. resume Mitchell. class. Yeah. He's going to teach a resume class on entrepreneurs that want to start resume businesses and then people that also want to work on their resumes. This is actually a perfect time for that class because That's incredible. America, yeah, America's back open. It's opening. And um, with that, a lot, there's going to be a lot of jobs um, that are going to be back in, in play. So mm. if you don't have a resume, you need to get a resume. And if you are an employer, you need to know what to look for for the resume. And it's a good it's a good business that you can start as a side hustle and actually just turn into a real business. Mm -hmm. It's gonna be a really, really booming industry, I think, in the next 18 months, the resume business. So he's gonna teach a class for that on EYL University. And then we are having a networking event mm. on Wednesday for EYL University members only. And um, we're gonna bring a lot of guests okay. with us. And if you kind of know what the vibe is in Atlanta, pretty much everybody lives in Atlanta for the most part. So I don't even have to say names. You can, you, you saw what it's happened in LA. 3 p.m. to 3 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> Money bag yo will be there, go ahead. Yeah, this is your opportunity to network with pretty much every single person outside of Ian <laughs> that doesn't live. Everybody I'll be there Friday though. Everybody else lives in Atlanta, um, literally. So they all will be there. I got confirmations from every single one of them that they'll be there. So. That'll be dope. We'll release the information tonight in our Facebook group. Um, and if you want to join EYL University, I'll put the link up. We uh, That sale that we're currently running expires tonight at midnight. So if you want to get in, get in while the getting is good. Um, but yeah, we look forward to seeing everybody on Wednesday night. It's going to be a vibe. Um, all right. So I'll pass the torch off to uh, Ian. We said our, our announcements so um, we can get it going. Let's get the show going. Ian, while you're setting up, I'm gonna just do a disclaimer. Please, 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 people, please. 
Do your own research. Our content is intended to be used and must be used for informational purposes only. It's very important that you do your own analysis before making any investment based on your own personal circumstances. You should take independent financial advice from a professional in connection with or independently research and verify any information that you find on our show and which rely upon, whether for the purpose of making an investment decision or otherwise. This is a message brought to you by the good folks at Earn Your Leisure and the good brother Ian Dunlap, the master investor. Please do your own homework. And it's okay if you cheat on somebody else's homework. We all trying to win together. It's all good. Cheat code. Cheat code. My boy, shout out to Francis. And uh, my boy, Jay Who. Ian, you got, the, you got the controls? Yeah, I'm trying to get this uh, to share this video, but I'm on my Mac. It's giving me some trouble. Let's see. Yeah, I can't wait for y'all to see the content that, we, that we're putting out. Uh, fire. Fire across the board. Fire emojis. And we got a lot to talk about today. Ethereum hit an all-time high. Dogecoin is crashing. Um, the Dow Jones hit an all-time high. Mm-hmm. But tech stocks are being brutalized. Slaughtered right now. So it's an interesting time in the market. And real estate. Um, we're going to talk about real estate in, in some coming episodes. But um, we were talking to Kiana Watson today about real estate, and she was saying that the Atlanta real estate market is the hottest that she's ever seen it. Yeah. And she's been a realtor for over 10 years in Atlanta. She said inventory staying on the market for 30 days is the shortest period of time ever. Um, she's never seen so many cash buyers. People are coming with a million dollars cash and still getting beat out in deals. She said three cities. Three cities have uh, risen in. And during Corona. During Corona. Atlanta, Raleigh, North Carolina, Austin, Texas. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Atlanta. Hot Atlanta uh, no, is where really it's at, Atlanta. man. It's hot really Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah, we got yeah. a lot to talk about. We're going we're gonna to be visiting that pretty soon. That real estate conversation, extremely important. <clears throat> Ian, you good? Yeah, I'm trying to get it squared away. It's giving me some trouble. Um, give me maybe one minute maximum. We'll get going. Yeah. All right, no problem. And um, since we're talking about crypto, oh, you should probably save it, but Stellar. Stellar Loomis, a coin that I have also owned since 2017. Do you own Stellar? All of us do. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stellar Loomis was up 25% today. Mm-hmm. Um, and Stellar, what, what attracted me to Stellar early on was that uh, once IBM got involved. Mm-hmm. That was one of those things. It was like one of those um, companies from the, the stock market, from the Dow Jones. And it was like, all right, wait, there's institutional money coming in from IBM. This is real. It was like that first sign in 2017, like, oh, this is really happening. Yeah, this whole thing reminds me of 2017 um, when all the altcoins went crazy, Bitcoin was going crazy, and then uh, it crashed for 18, 19, 20, and then it picked up. And it's like, it's crazy. Like, history really does repeat itself because this literally, it's like the same exact thing happening all over again. At a, even more intensified now, right? When we, we thought 19,000 was crazy. It's like, wow, this thing is really running. And now to see it hit 64 and pull back, I mean, pulled back a little bit now, but to see Bitcoin at 64, to know that Ethereum was $600. Shout out to Alistair. Shout out to Alistair. I went, he was up, uh, pulled up on a Saturday too. Uh, he had the head of our crypto club. And um, I went back to his post and he had the Ethereum at $163 in 2017. And his post was like, don't wait. This thing's going to go crazy. It was no, $163. Today it hit... Forty one hundred. When I first bought Ethereum, it was six hundred dollars. I got Ethereum at six hundred. Um, but it was crazy because um, I said I put a post up of um why Ethereum is more important than Bitcoin. Some people felt the way about it, and then Mark Cuban. I didn't even know he said this. 
Mark Cuban was on CNBC. Well, yep. CNBC posted it. Uh, he made three comments on why Ethereum um, is superior to Bitcoin. Put a whole list out. So yeah. what do you know? Yeah. I mean, Bitcoin. And then we uh, also, so people were trying to figure out how to trade Dogecoin. We saw that uh, Gemini, American Exchange, uh, the Winklevoss twins actually are now allowing Dogecoin to be traded on their platform. And so we were all sitting there Friday. How many questions did you get about it? Like, hey, what do you think is going to happen tonight yeah. on Saturday Night Live? A lot of people was asking about Doge. <laughs> it was like the number one question. Yeah. And then tech stocks as well. Um, remember when I said tech stocks was um, overinflated this summer or yeah. earlier this year? I've said it a while ago. Um, what do you know? Yeah, it's just a crazy time. And, and people are looking like, what's happening, right? Like. That these these companies are smashing their earnings and they're saying, well, maybe the price was built in into that and that run up. And it's like, eh, I'm not sure if it was, right? Because how how do you price in a hundred percent growth on your, your earnings per share? Like that's that's tough to evaluate. Well, the thing about also with recessions is that anytime a sector leads the recovery from a from a recession or a bear market, um, that usually suffers. Mm -hmm year two, year three, and tech led the recovery last year by a landslide. So now it's, it's like, a, it's like a race. Like, you yeah. know, somebody gets out to the, to the quick start. It's kind of hard to maintain that pace. Yeah. Um, and that's what you're seeing happening. So, yeah. and if, if you look like, if you go to the year chart, year to date of the NASDAQ, the S and P and the Dow, and you look, Tech has still a way to, to fall. Has, to a, even, has a long way to, to fall. To even be on par oh, with where the Dow and S&P are. So that's, that's, that's an interesting zone. That's the scary part about it. That is very scary. That's the scary part because the stock market relative is still at all-time highs. Dow Jones, S&P. Um, so when you see tech falling like this, there's still a lot more room for it to go. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yes. All right. Let's see if this works. All right. Let's do it. Make sure I'm sharing sound. I hope you guys are having an amazing day. Happy Monday. Blessings to you. Uh, nowhere other place to start, but from a place of gratitude, I want to tell you guys I love you. You guys see the video now? Yeah, yep. yeah, we good. Yep. The greatest love secret you. ever told. Let's have an amazing show, and let's get into it. I'm going to reveal one of the greatest secrets never told. You guys ready? Let's go. But first, disclaimer. Please do not copy, remix, reproduce any of my material without express written permission or legal action will be taken. So um, I'm for us winning, take the picks, hold them for long term, but don't remix the material that you see presented here tonight or any other production going forward or previously. Thank you. Uh, subscribe to YouTube and join RedPanda.com. This is what we will do, trading after dark. And once in a while, I'll release a couple of uh, extra gems for you guys there. Stock Club. So if you want to know the best, best place to get into the market, the four best stocks for your retirement, the four best dividend stocks, you want additional entries from the algorithm Athena that I created, the best growth stocks to invest in, two, two best places where to get in, 28 bonus picks on a year, and a 10-minute daily chat with us at 9 p.m. Central, which is never 10 minutes. Uh, shout out to everybody in Stock Club. Tell them how long we normally talk when we are in, in the call. And chat, please. <laughs> um, and last Friday's call was fire. You can join us at joinredpanda.com. Um, so, Crypto Club and uh, with the Dream Team. A couple months ago, Kayla came on and told you guys about Cardano when the world was not talking about it. So, if you guys want to join the Crypto Club, you can go to joinredpanda.com or click the link in my bio. 
Um, I know some of you guys had issues signing up this weekend. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to extend the time when you can get in. And we're going to switch all of the memberships over to annual. So there will be no monthly payment. So if you want the five best uh, cryptocurrencies to invest in, the three best prices of where to get in, additional entries from the algorithm Athena, private telegram channel, bonus call with me and the dream team. We give three bonuses away every month. It'll really be more. And three bonus surprise picks on the year. Uh, go to joinredpanda.com and sign up for the email list and you'll get the link there. But first, let me start from a place of giving. Write this down. I want to give you an ATM setup for the S&P 500 future. So I gave it away before and it's been working well. If the ATM has been working well for you, please put yes in chat. So let's say if you're trading 15 contracts and you go for 16 ticks on ES. Um, that's a $3,000 win. You want your stop loss to also be 16 ticks. And once you get up 12 ticks, you want to lock in four manually and walk away. So I want to start from a place of giving so you guys can win. This past uh, last week, uh, U.S. employers added 266,000 uh, to payroll when 1 million were expected. And it was one of the worst job reports in 23 years. Now, this is the interesting part. <clears throat> With all that bad economic data, we're seeing now the city is launching a crypto service. Did you guys see this? Put yes in chat if you did, and no if you didn't. And the big boys, the big kahunas. Uh, kudos to Mike, um, who was on the show a couple weeks ago. One of the legacy traders there. Um, quiz for you, really quick. Who are the top 10 traders to come out of Goldman? Goldman is kind of like the Harvard for investors. One of them runs a fund called Appaloosa. Um, but tell me the top 10 traders there that came out of Goldman. But they are now launching a crypto desk and they're really starting the cryptocurrency trading era. And here's what makes this really interesting. I want you to go, go to Google real quick and tell me what is the win rate of Goldman Sachs' trading desk. So for those of you who say, hey, I want to trade. I want to speculate. I want to put money into the market without a strategy, without any conviction, without any competitive advantage or edge. Look what you're facing and look what you're up against. Goldman Sachs traders made more than $100 million in 14 separate days amid the first quarter's fierce volatility in 2020. For those of you who don't know what that means, 2020 last year was tough, especially the first quarter. Goldman Sachs traders made $100 million on 14 separate occasions. Kudos to their SEAL Team 6 and that amazing trading pod that they have there. So when I tell you guys that you're competing against the best, the brightest, those who have built some of the greatest algorithms, and here's the crazy part. This is their human team. This does not include algorithms. This includes just solely the trading desk of people who are legendary there. So normally they have a 93% win rate on the year, which is insane. An 85% win ratio during the pandemic. So when anyone says that they want to trade, trading has considerable risk. Please consult your advisor. If you're not disciplined, please do not do so. Trading is not for you. But for those of you who say, hey, man, I want to trade. Okay. Uh, we talked about it last week. I am not your competition and neither is anyone that you see here. But you have to look at it like this. What are the best in the world doing? Do you have an edge against the best players in the world? 
if you are a trader, the number one thing you have to think of is the top five players in the space. What can you do that they are not able to do? And if they have a 93% win rate, it's going to be tough, but you have to find your edge. 85% during the pandemic. And I know everyone says, hey, trading during the pandemic was easy. It was not. Build your edge first around the best in the world, and then everything else will work itself out. And Mike gave you what the risk parameters were. So if you have not listened to the episode, please go do so. Now, here's the thing that I want to dive into. Mm. For months, I've been telling you guys that they are going to come and try and destroy Kathy and her fund because she pulled the curtain back and revealed that 7 to 12% was more than possible and long-term investing after almost a half century or 70 years of saying that that is the baseline. Now, of course, when you average everything out, 7 to 12% is the average for the S&P 500 and all indexes, right? But for those of us that have traded or even invested on our own, we've been able to see that you can get more than that if you have great entries, great patience. Uh, you can do a little bit of basic kindergarten math. And you are able to wait for your spots. So Bitcoin and Tesla being in her portfolio was one of our primary strategies. You guys can go look at the clip on CNBC. When she gave her price prediction for what CNBC was going to, excuse me, what Tesla was going to go a few years ago on CNBC. Some of the media personalities laughed her out of the room. And please write this down. Whenever someone has an idea or a thesis or a model of an astronomical gain, even though you may not believe that it's possible because you are projecting your limited beliefs on someone else, please always listen because they may be onto something that you're not. And I know I spelled assassination wrong. Um, so they laughed out of the room. And then after those incredible gains became true last year, a lot of the industry began to feel threatened. So I'm going to ask you this. What if not only because Bitcoin is the digital gold and Ethereum and of course, like Bitcoin is kind of like the Dow and Ethereum is like the S&P 500. You Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. You can say maybe Ripple or Litecoin is like the Russell 2000. But what if the reason that all of these cryptos are all of a sudden taken off these years and we have all this institutional backing, even though when Jamie Dimon first talked about Bitcoin in 2016, he said he didn't like it, but the European desk began investing in it. And then all of a sudden she comes out and knocks it out of the park. What if all of these cryptocurrencies as a seventh best reason to invest of them, best, excuse me, invest in them 
came about to destroy her fund. I told you guys, there's surface level thinking that you have to address, and then there's different layers and deeper layers to the game. So if I have a competitive advantage, and I say I'm going to invest in this car company, and I'm also going to invest in this Chinese asset, and pair them together to get exponential rates in comparison to my competition, and even though most people in 2020 didn't have a good year after fees, they could have been better if they had used her strategy. So now fund managers all around are saying, hey, you can produce higher alpha with less work if you invest in cryptocurrencies and let's take her head off. So now everyone is having a desk around crypto. So once you look past the surface area and I always told you guys, same thing with marijuana. There is no need to rush to put your money into it until there's institutional backing heavily. Now there's heavy institutional backing for crypto. I'm telling you, one of the reasons that crypto is taking off like this and taking off like crazy is to destroy her. You notice not as many people are talking about her as much. ARC funds are not doing as well. And that's why I always tell you guys, you have to have your own thesis for how you're going to invest and how you're going to have an edge. You just can't copy off of everyone's paper. We have to end the intellectual incest. Go do your own research. I mean that. For all my business owners and all my investors, please write this down. The ultimate competitive advantage is to have an advantage and never reveal it to the world. When Kramer told her that she needs to stop being on media, and I love Kramer dearly. Um, if it wasn't for Kramer, honestly, I would not be doing this because he, he gave the model for this um, at scale. Was there a pinch of maybe being upset with her? Maybe, maybe 2%. But the rest of it is true. It is very hard to be a rock star fund manager, rock star, star investor, and be a media darling. It's tough. There have been a few that have been able to do it. Buffett, Peter Lynch at one point. But most of the uh, veteran investors are not media darlings. Um, you can argue that the number one fund of all time, most of you don't even know who that is, and that is intentional. Some of the best investors do a great job of being in the shadow. So it's hard to be Diddy dancing all in the video and produce great results. So when you have an advantage, and I know sometimes we get so excited that we want to share everything with the world, but the same technology or strategy or idea that you have that can change the world that will give you a competitive advantage can be used against you if you give it away. So for all my entrepreneurs and investors, have an advantage or an edge. That is yours and then never reveal it to the world. I have to bring this up again. Mitigation of risk in every transaction is the quickest way to wealth. Everyone, please write this down or screenshot this. Mitigation of risk in every transaction is the quickest way to wealth. Quiz time. If you only risk 1.2% or 1.5% of your entire net worth on any deal, is it very difficult for you to lose all of your wealth and or go out of business here's the entire game have an incredible target 50x 10x 100x and risk 1.2 to 1.6 in every transaction you don't need to win that many especially if you're, you're looking for 50 to 1 reward to risk you only need one or two hits in a lifetime 
If you get 10 hits in a lifetime, you are amazing. And this is something I want to bring up for entrepreneurs because um, we've been having a lot of talks about uh, wealth creation and generational wealth. And this is a point that is not brought up enough. Deal structure is the most important factor when creating wealth. So some of you may have not because you were born in 1999 or 2003. But Steven Spielberg um, is one of the greatest directors of all time. So I need you to know deal structure will make or break your path to wealth. So for my entrepreneurs, you have to realize that he did not become rich from movies alone. But all of his movies back in the 80s and 90s turned into amusement park rides. So him and his lawyer, mainly his lawyer, conjured up an idea to receive a 2% royalty from all tickets sold at Universal and concessions. So this is very similar to the deal structure that Mayweather would do. He would get a percentage of everyone that comes in of all tickets and concessions. Um, there are other artists that have done so in similar fashion. And of course, Kevin O'Leary, which, you know, he should be on the show hopefully one day soon. Um, his thing is to always get a royalty in perpetuity. Please write this down in chat. There is no wealth that is able to be created without leverage and or automation. And Steven Spielberg makes $50 million a year from this. And here's the catch on the back end. If anybody tries to screw him out of this deal and say, ah, there's too much money that we're paying Steven for this horrible Jurassic Park ride. His bio clause is $1 billion. So you amass wealth by how you structure your deals. And then you still want to take a part of this money and pour it back into the economic engine that is the market. So regardless of what your business is, you need to look to see how you can use scale, leverage, and royalties to then turn around and create wealth for you and your family. And for the same reason, I know some people hate that he does it, but Birdman uh, makes about 20 to $25 million a year from royalties from his artists that are in his portfolio of music assets. The key lesson here, wealth is not created from hard work. It is created from how you structure your deals. Wealth is about a system. Because if that, like truth be told, if wealth and accumulating riches was about hard work alone, every slave that ever walked the earth and every indentured servant would have a fortune to pass down to their family, correct? And they don't. So let me ask you, can I be honest about wealth creation? What if all the people that are trying to help you get super fast gains and super fast money are leading you to a trap on purpose? We asked this, I think, what, last year? If I propose to you, option A, you have a 100% chance of making $100,000 and you have a 2% chance of making $2.5 but you're also going to ruins, which one are you going to take? The guaranteed money or the lower probability chance and you can lose everything? Last year... Um, was an easy market. I kept telling you guys, 21 is not going to be as easy. And after we have a super incredible year, the next year following normally slows down dramatically, to say the least. For those, like, in all farm traders, you've seen this too. Like, if a Monday is super bullish, and let's say the market goes up 6% or 2%, 2.5%, 3%, the next day is usually slow, half percent, quarter of 1%, right? It's the same thing when you have these big economic booms. 
but some of the people are trying to lead you into a trap on purpose because they're telling you that you could get great gains and i was telling this to the stock club last week like i know there were a lot of people telling you last year man ah screw long-term investing nobody want to invest in no apple or microsoft and get 20 percent gain 30 percent gain oh, who cares when you can get fourteen thousand percent type in chat if any of you got twenty thousand to ten thousand percent return last year and because we did not grow up with money we want to multiply and also like some of this information has been hidden from us for so long we want to gravitate to everything that is a little bit more flashy and sounds almost too good to be true to make up for lost time but don't follow what i do follow what the big companies do i'm noticing a trend where people are putting more risk on the table to hit a big home run and you're getting into a move way too late and then destroying all of the money that you do have and then guess what it breaks your confidence and you say that it does not work for you so were some of these people trying to destroy your chance to secure wealth last year please put this in chat safe returns are better than giant gains that go away overnight I even heard some of you. Hey, man, uh, I'm talking to a guy. He said he can flip my money. Um, he just gets 20% on the back end. And he's going to put into these like properties in Miami or what. And now I get 800% return. I'm like, what real estate is allowing you to get 800% return? He only wants 20% on the back end. If it is too good to be true, it usually is. Uh, Square's Bitcoin revenue is up 11x in one year. I don't care about the asset that you choose to invest in. But business owners, I'm going to stress this even more. Every company needs to add an investing component into their business. Business owners, investors. And here's what you guys don't know. For those of you that even if you are employed, you are still a business owner. You just may have to. You just may be your own asset that you are licensing off to your company. Or to the company that you work with. You have to pick the amount that you're going to invest every single month. Because you have to have that money working for you. And it sounds sexy. And it sounds great when I say it. But I don't see at least 80% of people doing it. Jack is smarter than I. Elon is much smarter than I am. If they are doing it, why won't you do it? Please write this in chat. Follow what the top 10 companies do. And the top 10 entrepreneurs do. As a model for your business. And the legend himself, Josh Brown, kudos to Josh, had an amazing post a couple weeks ago that I want to walk you through. Um, I've been observing the personality, excuse me, I've been observing the mentality of the wealthy for 20 years. And one thing I can tell you for a fact, they don't want free shit. Because here's the thing, there is no such thing as free. Free obligations come, uh, free comes with obligations and strings attached and guilty feelings. And I tell you guys this all the time. If someone is giving you game for free, there's always a hidden agenda. And I'll just tell you what my agenda is. I want to give you the five for free. So if I come back in five years and I run for president of Mars or I decide to buy the Miami Heat or the Marlins or whatever other ventures that I want, may want to get to on the back end, those aren't any of them, um, that you'll be like, man, Ian did me a solid and made me money in advance. I'll trust him in his venture and do something with him. So make sure that you're spending your time um, and only investing with the best in every area. So like even I had a lot of conversations today with business owners um, and this is not an ad or back in, you know, 
campaign for me any of that right but um when you spend the time being around some of the best people in the world and it's going to cost you to do so it is going to give you a multiple and an advantage that other people are not going to have especially when it comes to health health is true wealth the formulation of the word wealth comes from health in the 1600s go look up the etymology of it you have to pay a premium for that you have to pay a premium for that so put premium food water into your body it will help your mind your heart everything um, but I see so many people saying that hey this is given to me for free so that is good and that does not always equate you may have to pay to have a meeting with Bezos or Elon or Elon's lawyer some of you should get on Crunchbase or some of these other sites and go look at some of the top companies that are being invested in and who those angels are and say hey man uh, I got a business in the tech space can I buy you lunch or build a uh, get a console from you for two or three thousand but these guys are king makers you may want to reach out to Sam Altman and see if you can give him ten thousand to see how you should structure your startup for the highest probability of success but what do i or josh no <clears throat> i want to give you guys a quick tip of knowing when to exit so do not buy at the high go look at the weekly chart from your entry you will see the trading view has horizontal lines right if you are in an asset that you are not going to hold for five years go look three horizontal lines up and mark that as your exit put three levels up to exit in chat please because i'm seeing a lot of you being like yo i don't know where to get out still and some of you are on trading view zoom out go to a weekly horizon go three levels up and then that would be your place to exit only if you are not planning to hold that asset for five years from the cme bitcoin futures revenue is higher in the first quarter of this year than it was all of last year what does that mean more institutional adoption and bitcoin futures was around in 2016 and one of them went away the one that is remaining is getting some volume they also have a well i'll talk about that later um but when the revenue is higher you can go to cmegroup.com and check out the info but when the revenue is higher in one quarter than the previous year that is a good sign the institutional backing is there and the volume is there as well um we were talking about this in dream team last week i think but uh remember that every market has a cycle and this cyclical nature of crypto at the moment it resembles what happens in large cap so stage one bitcoin runs stage two ethereum runs stage three major um, alternative coins run and then stage four micros run and it's the same and long-term investment stocks so like the big boys will run the large cap will run then the tier two companies will run then some of the smaller caps will run and then you'll see some of the pennies run and then they'll rotate in that fashion once again do not worry about rotation because uh, you're going to end up rotating yourself into poverty but it is important to know what stage when you are investing what cycle you are in here's the top 10 industries that create the most wealth according to forbes so when i was in marketing and advertising i had a revelation i'm like okay great if i'm not going to be the greatest ad guy in the history of all of advertising if i'm not going to be the second coming of like rob schwartz and, and david ogilvy combined um 
maybe I need to make an adjustment. So I went through the billionaires list and saw what industries are they in. And what I did not notice was on there was marketing and advertising. And these same industries have been here for decades. So these are the top 10 industries you want to get in. And, and even if you don't aspire to be a billionaire, you have to be in an industry where there are millionaires that are made easily because of the structure of that industry and the components inside of it. So number one, finance and investing. Number two, technology. So the reason I say two, two index, two tech, of course, it's partially based on this. Number three is manufacturing. Number four, fashion and retail. So uh, Kanye was able to get to that billion dollar uh, mark because of the industry that he was in. Nike, of course, plays in that space, LVMH as well. Um, healthcare, food and beverage, real estate, diversified uh, and slash conglomerates, energy, media and entertainment and like i said guess what's not on there marketing advertising trading so some industries are predestined or predetermined and they have market caps for or limitations re uh, gross revenue limitations based on industry so you need to go and look at this list and see what is the most that you can make inside of your business because i'll ask the business owner i'm like hey What's the number one independent company in your field? What are they making per year? And if you don't know, you may accidentally be in a bad industry without even knowing it. Um, the Dream Team and I were shaking our crystal ball earlier, and I want to give you the two best prices to get in on Ethereum. So definitely, if we slide back to twenty-seven fifty-seven, um, that is a place where you could load the boat. That's what place where I'm looking to load, and then thirty-five eighty. Once again, trading and investing has considerable risk. These are for long-term holds only. Five-year to 10-year, no trades, uh, no synthetic derivatives or anything of that sort. And I want to say this before we wrap up. Be careful what you take into your mind, your brain, and your body. And I posted this over the weekend, and I thought it was really fascinating. Um, but the term media, um, which possibly means either to ponder or cunning, uh, media was the goddess of illusion she was a witch that's why they say you can't always believe what you see on social media tv radio television etc uh, the word media was first used in persian 600 bce and uh, media also happens to be a square in the middle of the silk road which i thought was absolutely fascinating so while you're on your journey to becoming a better investor you have to learn to block out a bunch of the media or illusions that are presented in front of you to be fact, but they normally are fiction. Uh, even over the past four days, you guys can see like some of my social media activities went down, especially on Twitter. And the more time I have away from social media, the clearer I'm able to think and more of an advantage I'm able to build. So for my investors, I need you to do the absolute same and i need you to remind you that peace is wealth so i'm gonna go over 20 charts real quick because i didn't get a chance to last week but i want to end here um i saw this meme online and i thought it was pretty funny that uh these two women everyone type in chat who these women are 
are two of the greatest investors in modern history. And there is some truth to that. There is some truth to that. Um, especially if we look at Bezos' wife. But I want to have you guys to look deeper than surface level information. So, of course, uh, Bill Gates has sent $1.8 billion to Melinda um, as a part of the separation agreement. But, and there was a, an amazing post that uh, sometimes people get divorced. High-powered couples get divorced to prepare for an oncoming potential crash. There is some truth to that, but that is not the genesis of this split here. Um, but what if a guy hypothetically owned an island in which some illicit or illegal activities happen and uh, hypothetically or allegedly one of these men that are getting divorced used to visit that island and what if the guy that once owned that island partner is in jail right now and is starting to reveal some of those secrets of who visited and why so as much deeper so you have top level thinking surface level thinking but this is why i tell you guys to go through 200 pages 300 pages in a day um and this is mainstream news this isn't something something i got off alex jones's page or any, or any conspiracy pages um Ghislaine, i think is starting to spill the beans about what was happening on that island and because bill has visited a few times um and business or marriage is a business i think she wants to protect her interests and assets and not have her foundation destroyed. Um, she filed for a divorce two years ago. So there is a initial game that you guys will see that the public will talk about. But once you dig in a little bit deeper, you can see there's more than meets the eye. And that's usually true of all things. That's why there is a stock market, black market, gray market um, that you need to be aware of. But I'll end there and go right to these charts. Um, so we won't go too deep down this rabbit hole. The thing that I want to stress to you guys more than anything, um, you should be able to look at any asset and know when to get in and know direction of it. So this is the VIX uh, mini future. So for those of you dream team, you should look at the VIX future and to swing trade it. Snipers, same thing. Is the direction of the VIX future currently up or down? This is the five year month that we're looking at. The current direction is down. The highest 37, uh, the low is 1685. And of course, we can see that the color is currently red. So if we look at the big boy VIX, which tells us what volatility is actually doing, we can see volatility is at 1955. Of course, it was here up in the 80s last year. Now it is swinging down to the downside. And if the VIX gets back to this 13 area, 12 area, that will be a time that we'll probably see more volatility start to kick in. And then things will swing down. So remember this. Whenever the VIX is up, the market is down. And then when the VIX is down severely, that is a decent time for you to look to buy. And on a Mark Cuban episode, I gave you guys exactly when you should look to get in. Silver. Let's look at silver real quick. Is silver to the upside or downside? I'll give you five seconds to type in chat. And these bars are called. I'll save it for another day. Silver is to the upside. So when you start to go look at all the assets that are there. You understand what the entire market is doing. So this is natural gas. Natural gas is to the upside. But here's the funny part. If you look at the entire history of natural gas, natural gas is going down. 
That's why I tell you guys, you got to zoom out. Because without knowing direction, it does not matter where you get in if you're on the wrong side of the traffic. Put this in chat. Knowing the direction is more important than a great entry. So once you have time in the market, right? So when you have time in plus timing the market plus true direction, you're able to hit more home runs that way. Let's go look at gasoline futures. Is gasoline futures to the up side or the downside? Put in chat. Previous high was three three point six three one. We are at two point one two is to the upside or downside. Let's go look at palladium. Palladium is a rocket right now. And has been since last year. And if we're looking at color structure, you can see we've had all green candles with this ex with the exception of that sliver here and then back here in twenty eighteen. Palladium is an asset that not many people talk about, but it's important. What is the best use case for palladium and what industries use it the most? Let's go to lumber. For anybody in, um, excuse me, this is live cattle. I'll go to lumber in a second. Live cattle. Let's take a look at live cattle. Slightly up, but is not moving aggressive as aggressively as it could and should be. Now let's look at lumber features. Lumber has been taken off like crazy. And this is what I'll tell you guys about a base. So you can see here in 2017, 2018, it was hovering in the same base. And then it finally took off because of demand. Um, and even before 20, it's why I tell you guys, if you go look at every asset, there are some signs that things will begin to show. Uh, there are some signs that will begin to reveal themselves that will let you know what could be coming. So while everyone was saying, oh, I can't believe that housing began to go up during this crash. Well, this wasn't a residential housing crash this time but we can see in april of last year that we had a huge beginning upswing and then by summer things took off crazy so if you're looking at all asset classes and commodities it will give you an inkling for what is being done so lumber the lumber future would have told you that there was going to be a housing boom let's look at gold gold right now is down so much money going into crypto, going into Bitcoin, going into tech stocks. Um, there is, I know everyone plays it as like an inflation hedge. It's great, you know, if you're in the 1970s, but it isn't the best placed bet for sure to hedge. Let's look at the S&P 400, the EMD. Is EMD to the upside or downside? Dream team, we got to trade this one a lot more. Let's look at crude. Crude got destroyed the future went negative and then was been a hell of a turnaround since then and the same top that was made here pre-crash is at the same level from last year and then finally let's look at the bitcoin future take these levels down real quick you can see one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen months of green candles that gives you a clear sign where it is going to go and if we look at something like the japanese yen in comparison the japanese yen is flat and if we look at the euro 
future we can see that it's to the upside as well direction last lesson which is most important true direction trumps everything else until you know what the real direction of an asset is it doesn't matter a lot of you will be like hey man why don't you like this why don't you like this company why don't you like this stock um you're just you know hating on it. i'm like no i'm not hating on it it's just not performing so when you guys are asking me this is a custom configuration but when you guys are asking me about coin like what did you think i'm like the ipo is great for those who invested three years prior great for family and friends um who were able to get out on ipo day for those who had a lockup period it sucked and then you can see it went down to 250 long term will it matter no but i still want time in the market this is my formula plus timing the market i know some people say you can't time the market i proved that that's not true and then knowing true direction coming out of the gate it was not going to be beneficial to buy coinbase at 420 or 425 gotta wait for it to dip and once you know this you have your edge stay focused on mastering your craft nothing else matters that is what is going to give you your alpha your edge elimination of risk and once you have that risk parameter set for 1.2 to 1.6 percent in every endeavor it'll help a hell of a lot and you'll win more i hope this has been helpful helpful i love you guys over and out tell me how many points i'll put up in the comments love y'all let's go oh, that was a master class love hey, Ian, real quick i, I know you, you spoke about the commodities i saw you say gold uh palladium um silver yep. what's your thoughts on copper there was an article last week um that the inventories are depleted copper went over ten thousand for the first time in a decade um there's some talks that it could be the new oil what, what's your thoughts good old supply and demand mm. homework for everyone here go research every commodity that there is sugar wheat corn oil soybean oil lumber rb future which is gasoline natural gas the things that are rising are rising because of the housing market which is causing a huge spike in volume uh, for all of you in construction and real estate do you need copper to construct and build a home or commercial property yes or no supply and demand one-on-one -on -one. supply and demand one-on-one -on -one. keep your eyes on us so, yeah shout out to, to my boy francis he he actually put us up on um cper which is a a, a copper stock a copy etf but I, I i highly suggest that everybody puts on there watch this yeah uh, it's, it's a good one for sure. Yeah, for sure. Great presentation. Um, can we get some questions in? It's almost nine. Um, so I don't wanna, I'm gonna try to get at least a couple questions. Yeah, you know, let me just do, I'll do the earnings and then we right. go to write to questions. All right, so earnings report. And I know this is something that we both are invested in. Roblox reported today and they had a 140% uh, revenue increase, uh, which is pretty impressive. I know their earnings per shares were down, um, but their revenue increased by 140%. They reported today. And then uh, Thursday, uh, some of some of the ones that we also mentioned here on Market Mondays, Alibaba will be reporting. Disney, one of my high priority uh, play, uh, not plays, investments, uh, will be reporting. Um, they're at 184 right now. They were at a high of 203, so it's almost like a 10% drop from its high. Airbnb, uh, which is another we talked in extensive, extensive uh, detail about, is uh, reporting on Thursday as well, as well as DoorDash. Airbnb is at 146. Was at a high of two nineteen like three months ago, which is pretty crazy. Um, yeah, so those are our uh, stocks that are reporting. 
Um, and obviously there's plenty more, but I'm just the ones we have highlighted here on Market Mondays in, in the past. Don't laugh, it's gone, we can't see him. All right, let's go. Hervey, we coming to you, unmute yourself. Everybody on YouTube, if you can take a minute to like the video, that would be extremely uh, appreciated. So pre please like the video, thank you. It was good guys, how you feeling? We good, how, how, are, you? Brother, how are you? Good, good. Um, so Troy, this one's for you because you always mention it, um, having events. Um, so in relation to like Bitcoin and crypto, I looked into it and um, the last one was like May of last year, like yep. May uh, 10th or 11th or something mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. And is the next one's like in 2024. Yeah. Um, so usually I, from what I looked at after the year after in which it um, has the event, like crypto and like the coin itself, it kind of skyrockets. Mm -hmm. um, I'm wondering like after this following year, what's to happen with cryptocurrency, seeing this boom with the multiple coins and such like that. So do we expect crypto to have the same boom in 2022 or are we looking at like a bearish, like downward trend? With I, I, think it, I think it goes, that, that's a great question. And it's funny, we brought, we brought it up like two weeks ago. I remember it was probably this time last year when we had, we were talking about the having event and what it means. And I remember our DMs blowing up like, oh, you guys know what you're talking about. And I'm like, all right, well, let's just get it on. <laughs> and um, I think Ian just laid it out perfectly. Follow the trend, right? If we've seen right. having event every year after the having event, we've seen Bitcoin skyrocket. The trend is telling me, yeah, that's probably gonna happen, right? Because you're gonna get less for each coin, which means the, the value of the coin is going up. We, we made no secret about where we think Bitcoin is gonna go. I think, we, what'd you say, 100,000, 150,000? eventually in about in three to five years 200 yeah yeah we make no secret about that so i i, I say yes um but it's good that we're thinking like that because prior yeah. to maybe this year or last year people had no idea what a having event was so i'm, I'm happy that you you're in that space and understanding what, what's going on yeah that and white that paper. homework right there <laughs> yeah great homework. Yeah, white paper great question. next thing i'm looking into yeah yeah no, I appreciate right, it. Thank you, fellas. And, and to yes, follow sir. up really quick, I would have you look at every commodity. And based on a question, the only reason I'm giving you this homework because I can tell how serious you are about investing. Go look at every major commodity over the last 20 years. See how often they have triple or double bloom years back to back. Right. I know crypto is, is an, an exception for most people. All asset classes are the same. There is a history to everything. Water patterns, coin production in Russia, like if you can chart it out, you'll be able to see. Um, I'm not gonna say here and give a high take that it's gonna fall off a cliff, but if the world gets back to normal and people get back to work and by 2023, but 2023 is gonna be a shit show, I'm gonna be honest with you. You guys have to look at the game inside the game to see why they're trying to hold everything up to 2023. If you know the answer, put it in chat. But this year, uh, next year may be a little bit different than this. All right. For sure. But great question. I appreciate, appreciate you guys. Thank you, Likewise. Yeah, shout out to Uh, Let's go to Randy. Randy, we coming to you. Unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. What's going on? Damn, Randy. Don't do this. Refrigerated break? Oh, baby. Oh, no fridge break, Randy. Come on. All right. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Ash, we're going to come to you. Ash Brinson, we come to you. Unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. Ash, what's going on? Oh, Ash, right away. That's what I'm talking about. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, how are you? Yeah, you're perfect. 
How are you guys doing? Great. Thank you for everything you guys do. As always, you don't know how much it means to all of us. So for my question today, it's kind of going back to um, something I asked you guys a couple months ago. I remember Rashad, you talked about getting into, um, that you could have got into Google the day at IPO. Do you remember? Yeah, I and remember Troy, that. you talked about Apple, I'm, you could have got in early. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, so my question is, this is tying into Ethereum because you guys haven't got into it. So I bought it, I was able to buy 19 Ethereum at the end of 2019 for only about, when it was costing about 189 uh -huh. for a coin. Mm. And I sold out when it dropped to 154 because this is when I first started investing. I got a... Yeah, I got you. Yeah, that's my question. How do you? How did you, Rashad, and you, Troy, and even you, Ian, when you got into an early position and sold out, and then you see it years later skyrocket? How do you uh, deal with that and re? I don't know, rehype yourself up. Yeah, well, that Google situation for me, I never got it. I was, I wish I would have gotten. I was just saying that I was watching it the day the day it IPO, and uh, I was in prep school at the time, but I was still into stocks. So, I mean, I didn't really even have enough money to invest, but. I knew that it would probably be a good investment. And obviously, you know, the rest is history. Um, but I mean, you know, you can't beat yourself up out. You can't beat yourself up. You just learn, right? I mean, in life, you make a lot of mistakes. Um, and that obviously was a learning lesson. Uh, but what can you do about it, right? I mean, it's over now and it's been a couple of years. So, you know, now that whenever you have something, you know, it's better to buy and hold. This is why we always talk about buy and hold. Um, it's, it's something that is extremely underrated because everybody wants to make money very quickly. And then you see stocks not moving like crypto didn't move for almost four years from 2018 to just last year. Um, so three years, crypto didn't really move at all. So you could have been holding these coins for three years. That's a long period of time. Like most, yep. most people don't have that patience to wait three years for something to skyrocket. So everybody wants to jump on a bandwagon and everybody's an expert when things are going good. But when things are going bad, even like stocks now we hit like a snag and now nobody wants to talk about stocks. Everybody wants to talk about crypto. Nobody mm -hmm. stocks are dead. I heard somebody say like crypto's going to replace stocks. So pe people are very, <laughs> people are, people are very finicky, but you know, long story short, you learn from it. You, um, you move on in life, but the key is not to make the state mistake again. Yeah. So the next time you have that opportunity, um, you hold and you know, you never know. You yeah. never know. I would just add to that. Um, and if Ethereum is something you believe in, find a new entry point. Mm -hmm. new entry point. Like I said, we didn't even know what fractional shares were until we started buying Ethereum, a Bitcoin um, because you could, got, you could get pieces of a coin. And so just find a new entry point. Don't beat yourself about it. Don't go and say, look, I got to find the next coin that's one cent so I can, you know what I mean? <laughs> Try to have yeah, that yeah, run yeah, up yeah, because yeah. then, then you'll just be chasing, there's, there's like 4,000 coins. You'll be chasing a bunch. Um, so just if you believe in it, find a new entry point. Thank you guys. I really appreciate it. Thank you. And then to follow up, um, first thing you can do is cry. So after you get that out the way, because let's be honest, we've all had good investments that we let go of. Then two, favorite number that you, if you like something in investing has to be this, Diamond Dallas Page, 10. Got to hold it for 10. And even when everybody tells you that you're crazy and that it won't work, you have to still be willing to hold it for a 10-year period. For all of you that are, how, how old are you, by the way? Regardless of how old you are, go look at the. Oh, chart. sorry, he had me. Sorry, sorry to interrupt. He had me meeting. I'm uh, turning twenty this Friday. Oh my God! Happy 20, birthday to two you. Zero? Oh yes, my sir. God! Please listen to me. I'm talking to twenty year old me. 
get <laughs> off of here. Go look at the Dow chart from the recession of 1929 through now, because then Roaring Twenties happened, which led to the Great Depression. And then there was boom and bust cycles in between. Go look at any 10-year horizon for any quality, for any index or any mutual fund or anything of that sort. If you hold for a 10-year period, you're going to hit a home run. And if crypto continues to run, it won't run at the same pace that it's doing now. But when you look at futures, crypto runs at pretty much the same speed as the NASDAQ future. So if it runs at the same pace for 10 years, Ethereum may hit, I mean, it's crazy to say, but Ethereum could hit 30,000 in six years. I don't want to sound, sound like James Altucher in 2000 now would die 30,000, but everything that you're holding that you believe in hold for a 10 year period. And lastly, don't feel bad. We've all made the same mistakes you have. Had a great right, Thank company. all of you guys. Yeah, sold it too early and got out of it. Find a new entry, hold it, and don't listen to anybody else. But go look at that Dow chart from the recession of 29 on through. If you think crypto is going to have the same, because the same thing happens in different asset classes. Like Bitcoin is kind of like Dow. Um, and you can probably argue Ripple is, is like the Russell. Go study the indexes and the history of them to understand what Bitcoin and crypto is going to do. Yeah. As you just made me think of my, my Apple story when I had it at $85 in 2006. And I let it go. We've it, all been there. <laughs> it happens. But you never forget it. You never yeah. forget. But you learn. That, that is true. You learn. Alistair, my guy. What's, What's going, going on? on? What's going on, fellas? How y'all doing? Good. How are you? You? Doing good. Doing good. It was great to meet you guys on uh, on Saturday. And uh, Ian, I know we'll meet one day. But uh, Very was... soon. Definitely. Um. So... Yeah, I just uh, wanted to say, you know, like I appreciate what you've been guys been doing. Like I said, I told you guys on Saturday, I appreciate the platform, uh, especially um, giving me a platform to talk about crypto with the Crypto Club, and um, and I appreciate talking to everybody that was there on Saturday. Um, so one thing I do want to ask uh, you guys is, um, you know, like there's been a lot of talk right now about crypto, and the one thing that I've been getting questions about is Dogecoin. And some people listen to me, some people don't, but I just want to pose this question to you, right? That's gonna be a good one. Yeah. So how do you guys rank community when it comes to a cryptocurrency, the importance of community? Well, I've had a change of heart on this recently because I feel like community is actually very important. It's one of the things that brought Bitcoin to where it is and Ethereum. Tenth. I want to hear your perspective on the community and how that influences not just Dogecoin but investment in general. Um, I wanna I wanna let everybody answer, but I also want to flip the question on you because Alistair is the head of we have infinity groups inside of EY University, and um, he's the head of the crypto group. And he's extremely, extremely smart and extremely brilliant when it comes to cryptocurrency. And um, the crypto calls have become legendary, over 500 people on each call. So what is your, what is your opinion on it? My opinion, um, like I said, I've changed my opinion on it recently just because, especially with, you know, we've seen what Wall Street bet, bets were, was able to do with the markets. We've just seen how a lot of the retail investors coming in and how, they've been able to move the market. So I think now and going forward, we're gonna see a lot more uh, influenced by 
just the communities in general. Like for example, when we look at Dogecoin, we saw that, well, a lot of people don't know this, that they were able to get Dogecoin put on a NASCAR car back a couple of years ago. They were able to um, send the Jamaican bobsled team to the Olympics a couple of years ago as well. So looking back on that, my opinion of Dogecoin has changed in terms of the importance. Personally, I still don't invest in it, but I don't, I'm not as hard on it as I once was. But I will say that community can also be very fickle because just like with memes, sometimes, you know, one time it can be cool now, but, you know, in the future, that cool factor may go away. Yeah. But yeah. one thing I would say is that with Dogecoin has been able to maintain it. And if you look back in 2014, I actually checked this out today. Dogecoin was actually one of the top coins back in 2014. It was in the yeah. top 10 and it's made its way back into the top 10. And there were a lot of coins back then that had a lot of promise, like Namecoin, Omni. There were just so many different coins back in 2000, back in around that time when they had that bull run that are not here right now. And Dogecoin has lasted the test of time. So that's just something that I got questions about and it forced me to rethink. So, and uh -huh. then one lesson I've learned is that you can't be so static. You have to be able to take in information and sort of adjust. And yep. adjust. Exactly. So that's one thing that I've, I've learned. And, um, and that's one thing that, you know, I share with everybody in the crypto club as well, because I'm not perfect. I'm learning just like everyone else is, uh -huh. but I'm sharing it with everybody else because I've made mistakes and I tell everybody about my mistakes. And I do that so that everyone can also be informed investors. Mm. That's great. No, it's, uh, it's extremely important. And you talk about you talk about the NASCAR. You was there at Times Square when you had a billboard and there was a crypto, there was a, a, a Dogecoin. There was, there was a Dogecoin billboard as well. So yeah, the Dogecoin situation is not new. And that was crazy because like in 2017, I remember I remember the story of Dogecoin and they were saying it was a joke. That's the first time I heard about Dogecoin in 2017. They're like, it was doing well then. Yeah. That's what people don't feel like, fail to realize. It's not like it just started going crazy overnight. It went from like zero, seven zeros yeah. to like four zeros to three zeros yeah. to a penny. And it was doing well in 2017. It had a good run up. And everybody was saying the same thing that they're saying now. Yeah. It started as a joke. How long will this last? It's up 500%. It's up a thousand percent. So, I mean, if you look at it from that standpoint, it, it's, it's kind of proven. Yeah. I, and yeah. like you said, it, they have a community behind it. And I'm glad you brought up all the his, history of it too. That's dope. I got a question for you though, Alistair, before you go. 2017, you put up the post about uh, Ethereum. Uh, did you weather in your belief in it or did you hold it since 2017? Yeah, and that's the story I told. So I didn't hold, I sold, I, I sold to pay off my student loans and to take my wife on a vacation. And I always say, I regret that decision. I should have held because things would have been totally different, but now I know so I'm holding right now for the long term. You paid off your debt free and clear? Yeah, I'm free and clear. It was the best investment you can make. You can't be mad at that. You can't. <laughs> I mean, we always have FOMO, but how much better did you feel when you got that debt monkey off your back? Well, I felt great. I mean, it allowed me to, to buy a house. So that was yeah. one of the things that it freed me up to be able to, you know, make another move. You know, but of course, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. Always. <laughs> always. Um... Amazing question, man. I can't wait to meet, meet you. I, some of the questions I'll ask before I give a direct answer. What was the reason that it fell in 2017? 
Uh, number two, what is the catalyst for it going up now? If we're going to be honest, the only reason that it's going up because Elon mentioned it. You also have to be wary of community is important. So but there's three communities. You have the investor community, hedge funds. You have the retail community, which they make us feel like we have more power than what we do. And then we have what I call the agents. So it's a lot of people still in hedge funds sitting by like, wait till you guys see, maybe to come out in, in a month or two or maybe another quarter yeah. about all the hedge funds that privately were pumping it up. Yeah. And then it's yeah. going to be the same thing. So it may take a little bit more time for it to actually fall. So like if it's outside of a one standard deviation and it normally takes 60 days, come down and make take 120. But, um, and it's the thing always too, like with community, like you said, they can be fickle. But when I've been asking everybody about Doge, my thing was like, okay, did you put a significant amount of money into it? Now I've got a couple people, three that put a significant amount into it a year or two ago. Most people only have a couple hundred in it. And that's not a bad thing, but if you only put a couple hundred into an investment, it means that you're not truly convinced about it. So I want you guys to run it up and get the run, but the community, we are still being used. Mm -hmm. This is no different than AMC. Like if Doge gets to what, 20 or 30 bucks, the market cap of that coin would be 1.4 trillion. You're telling me Doge is, is worth as much as Apple? No. <laughs> But 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 the thing the thing with that the thing with that is that the problem with this cryptocurrency space is that there's so many coins in in these. I remember when Ethereum. I mean, I remember when Ripple went up to three dollars and thirty cents. I was in Ripple at that time. I'm still in Ripple XRP. Um, and it made the owners of Ripple because one thing that Mike said, whether you like what he said or not, XRP is owned heavily heavily by the owners of Ripple. By the, um, so they were like the number eight and number nine richest people in the world. Mm -hmm. And they were saying that in 2017, history always repeats itself. They was like, mm -hmm. this doesn't make any sense. How are they the richest people in the world? And that's because it's like a billion coins. Mm -hmm. So this, this is one of the reasons why in theory, it's like these kind of coins, Ripple can never get to like $10 or $100. It would have the largest yeah. cap in, in, in the history in of the history world. of mankind. But, yeah. but, but, but. Anything is possible. I mean, yeah. hey, it could yeah. have the largest cap. Yeah. In short term, it could happen. Community matters a lot in short term. Long term investing. Here's the test. I want you guys to go take 10 grand and go put it into one of those coins that is classified as poop coins. I'm going to clean up the language. Poop. If you won't do it, then you truly don't believe in it. Community matters in the short term because we get used for that liquidity to then so people can exit those. I'm going to ask you guys the same thing. You guys were watching Market Mondays last year. Why was nobody on the institutional side or Wall Street bets putting you into Doge. We are used for liquidity. And every deal and every transaction, there's a winner and there's a sucker. Yeah. And that reminds me of what happened this week as well with the Ethereum Classic, because Ethereum Classic had a run up this week as well. And yep. that goes to, for one, it's a bull market. And the thing about the crypto bull market is that everything's gonna run. Mm -hmm. like, these random coins, they're all gonna run. But that also goes to show that a lot of people may not research because uh -huh. if you really look into Ethereum Classic, you would see that it's one of the least secure coins out there. Yep. One of the worst things that could happen to a cryptocurrency happened to it three times last year. So why would you put your money into something that's that, you know, 
that much of a risk. Mm-hmm. And that goes to either you're trying to trade. I mean, if you're trying to trade, then, you know, make sure you have your entry and exits. But if you think it's a long-term hold, or if you're looking at it like, oh, this is Ethereum Classic. It's just like Ethereum. No, it's not. Please research because <laughs> you lose your money. <laughs> there is a slight difference. And then for those of you that have been around, I'll wrap it with this. And from 2008, let's say to 2013, it was a penny stock market if you had liquidity and didn't want to invest long-term. Then it went to Forex. Then it went back to penny. Last year, every commodity was available. Options was heavy. And now crypto. 2016, of course, had crypto as well. There's also cycling events in which a liquidity from traders goes from one asset class to another. If you've typed Forex before, don't crypto now move like the pairs in 2015? It's the same liquidity. And then people blow up accounts. That's why I say mitigation of risk. It doesn't matter if the coin can go up 9,000%. If you over leverage or you put in at the wrong time and you draw down to 80%, you're jumping out and you're never jumping back in. They are using us for liquidity. Traders have the hardest time being disciplined and sticking to a plan. If you can do that, you can make a killing. But yeah. the hardest part of it is sticking to a plan and not deviating from it. Yeah, appreciate appreciate, appreciate you, Alistair, Alistair. Appreciate you, bro. Appreciate that. Yeah. Um, and great job once again with the crypto situation that you guys are doing. The club, the group is amazing. And um, I've been on the call and I'm going to be on more calls. We're going to bring somebody that's going to talk about Dogecoin on right now. But before that, before we um, bring our esteemed person that's going to talk about Doge, I want to remind everybody that was in EYLU that might not have been on earlier because we had problems with the link. Um, we are doing a networking event in Atlanta on Wednesday, um, and we're bringing everybody that has ever been on EYL, pretty much. <laughs> Damn, I got to do what time? <laughs> um, let me look on Southwest Sphere real quick. Spirit yeah, got flights to Atlanta. Go ahead. Everybody, man. So, Surprise. So, so make sure we're going to put the information in the Facebook group tonight. Um, but yeah, if you're in Atlanta, if you're in the South, um, or you could just fly in. Atlanta's <laughs> open. Um, so yes, let's let's bring... Fabian, what's going Fabian, on? Or... Unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. What's going on? Hey, what's going on, guys? My guy, how you feeling? How are you? Man, I'm feeling amazing, man. Major, major blessing to be on the show. I'm a product of the free game that you guys have been putting out, and uh, I've been going crazy. We're really up. <laughs> Appreciate it. Thank you. So this, this part of the I told you so Ian segment that we're going to start doing once in a while, right? So Fabian's been in Doge for, are you, well, I, won't, I won't ask you how many coins, but are you comfortable saying what price? Uh, yeah, yeah, of course, of course. So uh, I got in that it was like, uh, point zero zero three. So it was like, uh, two decimal places less than a penny when I got in, in like 2019. So okay. that, that defines it as a, as a micro coin. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. And, and you're still riding it now or did you take profit recently? Uh, I took some profits, but for the most part, I'm riding out. You know, I took profits mainly to reinvest in some other uh, up-and-coming opportunities that I uh, saw, you know, that have a lot of potential. But, um, okay. yeah, just every everything I've taken out is going right back into the market. So nothing nothing personal yet. Still delaying the gratification. Shout out to you guys. I appreciate you. So when you got into it, what made you like it? So everyone has FOMO, right? And you got in at a phenomenal price. So for all of you who like, yo, Ian, don't ever say you're wrong. I have, but when I was talking to my guy, I'm like, yo, I got to bring you on so you can gloat in my face. Um, <laughs> but at the time, what made you like it? And then how did you determine what price you were going to get into it? 
Uh, so initially, it was really just like a common sense play. I'm looking at, you know, I got it on Robinhood, um, and it was literally the cheapest crypto on Robinhood. So when I got it, I'm looking at it like, you know, this is two, three decimal places less than a penny. You know, I feel like a conservative uh, goal there was, you know, it'll hit a penny. Um, and yeah. then, you know, pretty much from there, you know, the rest has been history. Um, but, you know, it was it was just patience and I would say foresight, you know, looking at, you know, it's about nine cryptos on Robinhood. And I'm looking at, you know, Bitcoin, Ethereum, XRP. They don't trade it, but they, you know, show it on there. And mm -hmm. I'm just looking at this Doge just like pretty much so unfairly priced. And, you know, we know from, uh, you know, just studying you know, like Warren Buffett from the value investing perspective, I'm like, this is uh, this is lower than it should be valued, especially you, if it's on Robinhood, one of the, you know, mainstream platforms. When you say it's lower, just for people, I know it's always going to be critics, lower than what it should be valued, but what is Dogecoin's value? Like, why should it be worth anything, in your opinion? So, so in my opinion, um, it should have had a higher value than it was simply because it was listed on Robinhood, which I felt like was, you know, the, the biggest, most mainstream platform. So when I'm looking at that and seeing that it's not even at a penny, I'm thinking that, you know, as the market starts to pick up with this being such a mainstream platform, people will, you know, roll in at some point. Like this thing pretty much either has to hit a penny or it's just going to like fall off and not exist anymore. So mm -hmm. I feel like it was a pretty low downside risk in terms of where I got in, so less than a penny, yeah. you know, and it's just like the risk to a reward ratio, like Ian is saying, it's just, you know, it was, it was a no brainer, yeah. especially I, with me, you know, being only 27, I'm like, you know, I mean, hey, you know, worst comes to worst, this might be a little early retirement, I might be able to bounce in, you know, three years instead of 10 or, you know, whatever. So I was just looking at it more like a retirement plan initially getting in. Yeah. So. That's interesting because I remember before it even got to Robin Hood, we were sitting here, we were sitting in my house um, a few days and we just like, listen, if this thing goes mainstream, Coinbase only had six things that they were trading. We saw Robin Hood was coming like, all right, this is going to be big. Once it gets big, everybody's going to adapt to it. So you said you took some money out and you stayed inside the market. Are there plays that you're inside right now that you want to share? Uh, <laughs> Good <I> question. <laughs> Uh, I Trading has considerable risk. All right. though, I can't, I can't get a whole, I can't get a whole playbook. But um, we 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 got big into the uh, the the Doge token, which came up under the Doge coin, which actually went crazy as well and hit that penny mark. Um, another one that I'm interested in is uh, NFT art. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, with the crypto space so quickly expanding um, mm -hmm. in terms of market cap as well as the number of coins. I think it was around like 4,000 something in January. And now we coming up on like just under 10,000. So, uh, you know, I feel like ticker symbols is going to be really, really big in this market. And uh, NFT art, I just feel like it's something that, you know, it just sort of, it, it just feels right. Um, also, you know, looked at the white paper. I like the idea. feel okay. like it sort of has the opportunity to potentially be like a Apple music of the space. Really, really big. Um, total market cap you know you guys touched on that i think it's like a hundred or don't quote me but i think it's either 10 or 100 quadrillion total shares so i feel like that's the piece of the market that's going to lead to the uh, eradication of the middle class because the valuations of these cryptos are going to keep skyrocketing mm -hmm. like when you have you know that many shares even if it's a penny like you're saying it's these crazy valuations that don't make any sense but you know, ultimately it's going to be, you know, you, you're going to get on board or you're going to get left behind. Yeah. And I, I feel like that that's happening right now. When, when 2017, when people laughing, Dogecoin was a joke. 
three weeks ago, somebody told me about Shiva. Shout out to Jitali. Uh -huh. Yeah, she. So yeah, now she Shiva, took off. I mean, you want to talk about something. We talk about micro coins under a penny. We're talking about something that, and I just show Shai, we're up, it's up 36,000% in 30 days. Yeah. I mean, when you talk about like the, the less than a penny perspective, like when you're able to get in at less than a penny, you can get like hundreds of millions of shares for, you know, a few thousand. And that's then, what I think. You know, if you're at a, let's get a simple example. If you had a hundred million shares and you hit a penny, you have a million per penny. Uh -huh. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's like, that's really the, um, that's the, that's sort of the system. Like, you that's, know, we playing like Shark Tank at this point. We're yeah, that's kind of the, the next one. That's kind of the community builder in a sense. It's like, wait, we can get this thing under a penny? Everybody, let's go get this thing under a penny. And so it builds a community. Like, it was a joke when I first saw it. It was like the 147th ranked coin. Today it's at number sixteen. It's the same thing that happens with Safe Moon. The same thing that's happened with Doge. The same. And thing. it happened with Come Rocket and everything yeah, I mean, else. It's, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. The reality of it is that we live in a space where social media runs the world, and the internet runs the world, and um, things go viral. Like you know, dances go viral, lyrics go viral, and now cryptocurrencies go viral. And it doesn't yeah, really matter. It doesn't really matter what the use case is. It doesn't really matter nope. too much. And hey, I mean, you can argue it but i mean it's going up and <laughs> yeah I, I think those is the only exception like i feel like it's it's going to open sort of a pandora's box for just like you're saying a lot of these meme coins that don't really have any value or aren't really tied to anything but mm -hmm. i feel like now especially like after the snl and now that they've announced that they're going to do a, a Doge One mission uh, with SpaceX that's going to be fully funded with Dogecoin. Mm -hmm. I mean, now Dogecoin is pretty much the only way that you can invest in the number one private space company in SpaceX. Well, I yeah, think that's, now, where, that's because the, the revenue isn't strong for now. He's great now. The SEC finally made him put something up on Twitter, but the way he's able to manipulate a market, I guarantee if it was anybody else, they'll have him in handcuffs. Now, he is the golden <laughs> boy. But he has to be very, now he's also strong legal team and then Tesla and the vent. So you guys gotta, gotta go, go through that chain of Angel who backs him via venture. And that helps a hell of a lot. And then also a lot of advisors that he have are former SEC as well. But um, just because, and I'm not telling you guys what to do, but you still have to know when to get in and when to get out. The, thing, the reason that I found very interesting with you, you had done your homework, but you were basically doing what all the hedge funds were doing in GME and AMC um, is that you were getting in at such a low price that eventually you knew that the rotation and community and volume would happen and it would take off to the upside. You were locking in some profit and then let it run from there. So I thought it was a great retail play on what the hedge funds were doing um, early this year and late last year. Kudos to you, we, young we man. Have, we have 8,000 people on YouTube, um, 8,100 actually. If you guys can like the video, please, that would be greatly appreciated. I would appreciate um, it. I think that Elon Musk at this point um, will not let Dogecoin, he's going to do everything he possibly can. And I, I feel like, um, I mean, it's just, it, it's so synonymous with his name right now that he's, he, you know, he's a very prideful person and he's, you know, everybody has a certain level of arrogance, but when you've reached that level of success, you have to, it's like Kanye West. So he feels like, all right, I can make this Bigger than Bitcoin. And Why what not? if some of the people that he's invested with, and I mean, I'm not saying that Chamatha Calacanis is, but what if some of the people that gave him venture capital money or angel money are currently invested into it? And then, uh, I don't know, shit, maybe Kathy may, maybe I mean, a lot of people, offset. I mean, you look at Mark Cuban. Yeah. Mm -hmm. he, came, he came on EYL. Um, he's 
accepting Dogecoins for, for Maverick tickets. Mm -hmm. I mean, Dogecoin probably gets more accepted in more places than Litecoin. So, I mean, you know, you have the, the hardcore crypto fanatics that say it has no use case, mm -hmm. but I mean, it's being used more places than 95% of cryptocurrency right now. Maybe 99% of cryptocurrency. But, but even with that, isn't that, like, I love the hustle in it, but isn't it, we talked about it last week with Jim, isn't that slight usury? No. I love it. Yeah, I but, mean, the, the world, the whole world is, though, right? That's I mean, a good point. <laughs> that's it. I just want you guys to be able to see, because if I charge you for an iPhone and it's 500 bucks, and you give me 500 worth of crypto, but in three years, it's 38,000, was that a fair exchange? Now, Mark's a hustler. You know, I love Mark. He went to IU, like, support the, the things that people see in Jim, Jeezy, I see the same thing in Mark, because it's the same, him, Gary, are built the same way. Yeah. But I, you guys I, have to be mindful to keep hold of your assets if they could grow over time. That, that case point that you said is exactly what happened with Bitcoin from 2012. I think a gentleman, I think probably in Florida, he bought a uh, pie of pizza. But at today's, it cost him $18,000. But at this point, it's probably more now. I don't think anybody's really... You, I don't think anybody will buy tickets with Dogecoin. I think when they say that, it's just to boost morale and just to give it credibility in the space. If you have any level of intelligence, um, why would you buy Maverick tickets with Dogecoin when Dogecoin is the hottest investment of the last 15 years? Let, let me ask you a question. You got Instagram? Do I have Instagram? Yeah. Yes. We, we both see a bunch of stupid people on there every day, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being real. Like... I, I think common sense is underrated. Not as many people have it as we think, especially for like the era that we grew up in. So, but. Yeah. Well, let's take, let's take one more. Appreciate you, brother. Thank you. My brother, I appreciate you and congrats. Um, uh, this is the last day working, so I'm proud of you. Oh, shout out to him. Kavanaugh, we coming to you. Unmute yourself, you've been unmuted. Kavanaugh, what's going on? I think I got that Man, right. Hey, what's the deal? How you doing? What's up, bro? Great. How are you? Man, doing well. I, I feel like I'm in distinguished company. I need an autograph or something, man. Appreciate it. I need an autograph. You got a distinguished name. Kavanaugh? Like you used to hang with Obama you back know, in 08. Thank you. And remember, it's a Kavanaugh with a C, not a K. Um, my question was for you, Ian. Um, you was, I'm, a, I'm a business owner. You were talking about business owners investing. Mm -hmm. And do you have a, a particular investment strategy, percentage of revenue? Is this liquid assets, reserves, liquid. never to use? How do you feel about that? Um, the strategy that I use for my personal is the same that I do for business, uh, two index and two tech. Can, can we have an honest conversation real quick in public? Let's do it. Do you think Apple will be around longer, Microsoft will be around longer, or, or your customer or client base? Definitely, definitely. And especially for me, I, I use everything Microsoft. Yeah. I would argue that <clears throat> so customers and clients can fall in and out of love with you. Um, I think especially for small business owners, this that information set also is deliberately kept away. I want to have a conversation because I already brought up the just lane thing. If I go missing, I don't know why Bill Gates, I love you. I, I've been promoting <laughs> the old brand forever. Leave me alone, bro. Um, but business owners are always taught to only, same as artists, only focus on the business. You have a bakery, only focus on bakery and nothing else. Mm -hmm. Never focus on how to get more cash at a lower interest rate, never how to grow the business fast enough, never know how, know how to invest. And also depending on what business you're in, you have to see how long the life cycle is for your business on average and how much people normally make. I would argue, and not for me, I think you should, oh, I can't tell you what to do. Personally, I'm putting in at least half. Yeah. It's tough. 
But for me, the thing that gives me a lot of freedom and a lot of comfort is that regardless of what I am doing, is that with them having a great CEO at both companies now, when Barmer was there, not so much, um, I know that Microsoft CEO is going to outperform me in terms of a business level and personal execution level. And so with Tim Cook, I'm just simply drafting better CEOs than me to make me money and Xander money while we're sleeping. Now, I'm not a bad business person, pretty damn good at what I do, but they have more infrastructure, more sales, more capital, ease of capital, higher brand loyalty. We've got to take our emotions out of it and then invest into the market. I think it's the biggest mistake that every business owner makes. And that's a lot why a lot of times when we go to sell a company, there's not enough re uh, recurring revenue in it, whether it's on an annual, semi-annual monthly basis, because uh, there's no dividends there in the business without us. Um, but that information is, set, is hidden from us intentionally as well. So, yeah. Thank you for that. that, that Thank that you. A lot. Yeah, man. Appreciate I'm you, Governor. Yeah, man. Appreciate you, brothers, man. Thank, Thank you. you. That's why I said, look, the top entrepreneur, like even with Gary V and, and the, the cards, Gary's promoting that two, three years ago. He was building a base in that. So he can be one of the predominant players in that space. Elon, Jack, there's a lot of people that are investing in different asset classes. It's just hitting and some of those reports that are a little bit boring to read. But a lot of companies are investing in other companies to have equity being driven in uh, in face of sales not being strong. Tesla and SpaceX being one of them. Yes, appreciate the call, brother. Thank you. Um, tech stocks, let's just talk about this briefly. Um, it's, oh, it's, baby. It's, it's not looking good. And um, it looks like it can get worse. All tech stocks are down again um, mm -hmm. after hours. The stock market is at an all-time high, um, but tech stocks are falling through the roof. Well, falling floor. through the floor. Yeah, I know you're um, tired of that. So how do we feel about what's going on uh, with the tech stock situation? Because I know a lot of people probably have questions about that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> of course, um, tech could, well, the NASDAQ probably could push down to 12,448 or 464 has a little bit more room to fall, but like we said, okay, here's the thing. When a company or sector goes up two or 300%, do you think that it's going to continue two or 300% again? And I know some of you have heard this, but it's true. So it's not going to have another year where it goes up 200%. They are going to have to even print even more money for that to be the case. And then because there's so much value left in other areas, other companies began to go up and people are putting, like the Dow is on a tear. But that's mm -hmm. why I always tell you guys, if you have indexes, you have exposure to everything else and then tech at a make off. So then you have your own mini rotation or quadrant in which the money will flow. It is a quadrant based system. So um, worst case scenario, yeah, I mean, worst case scenario, you guys can write it down. Now it's like it gets to 12,335. It'll have a hell of a bounce from there. But the market is just doing, and I'm not saying it's guaranteed to go there, but tech is just sliding down because everything was already priced in. If I go, if I, listen, if I put up 55 points in, in the garden, how long do you think I, if I do it for a year, you think I can do that for two years straight? It's impossible. So we're going to go back. That's why you always have to go back to your averages. Homework, what is the NASDAQ average year over year in terms of return in a low inflation environment? Now, if we go to high inflation, the tech gains won't be there because it, it will go back to banking and FinTech will be even bigger than what it is now. It's just a part of the market, but doing the homework is why you will know this. Yeah, I, I, I would just, I mean, that you're dead on with that. Like, and I would say to, to add to what you said, is get familiar with other sectors, right? 
having exposure in other sectors. And, and I just wrote down some stocks that we had mentioned already, uh, Caterpillar, Best Buy, Home Depot, Procter & Gamble. You spoke about commodities today, but we just talked yep. about copper and gold. You have to have more exposure, right? McDonald's so, doing pretty damn good. Yeah, I mean. Like, Domino's is doing well. For those of you in construction and real estate, I'm gonna tell you, why are you selling homes and not buying Home Depot and Lowe's? <laughs> why? Tell me why. And then Redfin at some point is gonna kill your entire industry. Them and Trulia. Why are you not invested in Home Depot and Lowe's? Please put it in chat. You're spending hundreds of thousands to millions if you're in commercial with them anyway. Yeah. A lot of it's just common sense. Pick the best four, the starting four, block out the noise and then will be okay. Those are a solid four. Lenar, Caterpillar, Home Depot, solid four, Lowe's, solid yep. four. That would be the solid, that would be the four. That would be my core four. That's like Tim Duncan, <laughs> Elgin, <laughs> Baylor. We're going to go old school today. Start there. Like Kareem <laughs> and John Stockton. Yeah, you may not be on, you know, ball is life every day, but you're going to win a championship four out of five years. Right. Quality. You have to invest. In, but here's the thing. If you want to cement wealth and riches for yourself, why is it a chore to read? even 20 pages a day about this blueprint. Like we're literally buying companies, the best companies to make money for us. This shit is a cheat code. It's a cheat code. Just put the time in. Tech can't run up 20% a month or 35% a month forever. And we said that too last year. So you guys can go watch the tape. <laughs> Let them know. Yeah. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Market Mondays, another... Uh... My God, Ty, I got you. You need some Gatorade? I got you. I'm gonna set a screen for you. Nah, inbound nah. it. Nah, nah, <laughs> Game winner. Good, yeah. Nah, another another glorious market Mondays. Um, hopefully, you guys got a lot of information. Hopefully, you guys will be able to implement the information. And patience is a virtue. Patience uh -huh. is a virtue. Don't overextend yourself. Don't um, take too much risk. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we talked about that before options, things of that nature. This is when, this is when options go bad. This is the downside of options. You have to always think in every deal and every deal, please write every deal. What can go wrong? When you only think about the upside of what can happen, you're going to get blindsided. Yeah, you are. Um, but as always, people will always take risk because humans are gamblers in nature. <clears throat> and that's just the reality of life. Can um, I be real with y'all? Whenever I see people be undisciplined, especially if they're other traders, you realize like if, if trading is a competition and investing is a competition, you're committing suicide before we even get into the ring to box. Patient inv investors get really happy when people are like, yo, I'm gonna do this at this price and I don't care. Like I even had people last year telling me like, yo, it don't matter what price you get in. I'm like, huh? What, when did this get started? The price of everything matters. So even though I'm not a fan of Doge, the price that he got in, there was unlimited upside in comparison to where he entered. For those of you that traded, if you traded penny stocks before and you, or you was on a Tim Sykes wave back in the day, doesn't the Doge stuff right now and the, the small cap remind you of the penny stock environment of eight years ago? It's pink sheet volatility times 20 though. And then you get institutions hopping in and then they're using the news to pump it up even more to have exits. 
because you can't just exit 700 million at one time. <laughs> yeah. That's something we you need levels of liquidity. That was a question. That was something that we had uh, discussed the other day. It was like we remember in 2018, 2017, when whales would come in. You know, the whales are the, the, the big institution, like the mm -hmm. big investor. So in that space, the big investors, they would take profit and the entire space would like drop that's over where 20%. Some of these coins oh. still haven't come back. So yeah. that hasn't happened yet. And hopefully it doesn't. Obviously, more there's more institutional investment, but that could happen, right? There's a mm -hmm. lot of whales who have Bitcoin and they're only have they have only gained in profit since they've had it. So just be mindful of that, y'all. And yeah. let's say you go ahead, Rashad. No, no, go ahead. No, if you're let's say you, some of you are watching, and let's say you're up eight hundred thousand in Doge, right? And you're killing it, and you have a right to beat your chest. If there's no liquidity at these tops, how much of a percentage do you think of that money that you would draw down before you're able to get out? So let's say the top is 70 and you're like, hey, I'm gonna get out of 65. If there's no one willing to sell that many shares, excuse me, coins at that level, what are you gonna do? You're gonna get destroyed. We talked about the Saturday cycles for a reason. You have to be mindful of that. Like, so the more, everyone write this down, the more money you put into the market, you have to have a tighter exit plan. It's the difference between falling out of a plane from 50 feet versus 5,000. So if you have half a million dollars, 250,000, 100 grand in, you have to have some different protection and make sure that the liquidity is there. Because Lord forbid, if we have a, a huge gap down and it gaps down 10 or 15%, hmm. or Lord forbid, one of those rockets go up into space and Doge sponsored it on the side like Red Bull and the thing blows up on air and everybody puts it on you. Crazy things have had. That's why I tell you guys, like, if you have not been into the market for seven or eight years and haven't seen enough things go crazy, go look at 2014 when the Swiss franc jumped up like crazy. I know a guy personally one night lost $423,000 short in the wrong way, could not get filled, could not get out. Guess what? They told him, read his disclaimer, his disclosures, and his broker statement. Trading has considerable risk. Anything that can. Hey, it's so all what you gonna do, Sue? You gonna sue Coinbase? You're gonna lose. Be mindful. Be mindful. If, if you've been trading for longer than three or four years and this resonates with you and you've been here before and you've seen people lose millions on pennies and other stuff, put yes in chat. There's nothing new under the sun. Jesse Livermore will be rolling over in his grave with happiness and joy if he can trade this market right now. He also committed fucking suicide from over leveraging his account. And I've talked some of y'all from running off some cliffs last year and some of y'all that are down three and 400,000 in your options. Be mindful, be mindful. That is a fact, ladies and gentlemen. We are in Atlanta. Um, I have not slept in 48 hours, but we are, going, we are going I, out tonight. Damn, where y'all going? I got FOMO for real. <laughs> Ty, go out for wherever they go and meet them. I'm gonna text you right now, where y'all going? You're gonna be a where y'all going? Turning the back setting up. Yeah, man. I'm at to fly Wednesday, come back Thursday, get my baby fly back Friday. I'm gonna be on some him 500. <laughs> Matty J type it. Hey, I may be there Wednesday. When when the, when the stock market is crashing and you haven't slept in two days, what do you do? More bottles. More bottles. That's crazy. More bottles. You sure you guys want to be entrepreneurs? That's why you're like, why y'all be so cranky? I'm like, bro, I haven't slept 14 days straight well since D-Wade won a championship. What you mean? That is a fact. That's why. That so. is a fact. But um, no, so guys, tomorrow, my boy Corday, um, episode really, really dope. 
that comes out at eight o'clock Eastern Standard Time, live on YouTube and podcast outlets. Super dope artist, but what's even more impressive is his business acumen and his uh, investment acumen. So check it out, man. Twenty three years old, student of the game. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. He's a real, he's a vo- he's a real voice to not only the youth but just this new generation. Period. So shout out to him. That comes out Wednesday. We have a class on resume writing, how to build a resume writing business, and how to examine resumes if you are a business owner by Brandon Mitchell, EY alumni, that's dope. And Wednesday, we have our Atlanta networking event exclusively for EYL University members. It's going to be an all-star lineup of who's oh school in the building. Master investor flying. You just heard it here. Yeah, I got to come. I'm going to hop on. I'm going to get a Greyhound ticket or something to come to. There you have it. <laughs> Breaking news alert. Breaking news alert. Ian Dunlap will be in the building. Yeah, I'll be there. Um, so, yeah, literally now everybody. He's he down. Let's go. Yeah, I got to go. He's the only person that wasn't on the lineup, but now we got literally yeah, every single go. person on the lineup. So, EYL University, you guys are lucky, man. Um, we'll put the link in the Facebook group. And yeah, uh, that's it. Um, yeah, no more to say. Dream team, but let's squad up. Go to the A Don P. Let's go. I'm gonna get get my little Greyhound ticket right now. Start packing. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> man, I'll see y'all Wednesday. Support each other. Love each other. Call somebody. Reach out. Love is love. Yeah. Stop club calling now. Y'all get some rest. I know you not, but <laughs> get some rest. Yeah, I appreciate it. All right, y'all. All right, y'all. Peace. Love Peace. you, y'all. Peace to the moon, Doge. Holes. <laughs> all that. Whatever goes. Come rock it next. Go ahead. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite.